When Bed of a Devil You Know was released in 1990, it sparked a flurry of headlines around the world. But there was one image in particular that stood out for the media, as one UK breakfast TV host heard at the time. The clip features Ms Minogue canoodling with a black man. Good grief, right? Well, that man was one of Kylie's main troupe of dancers at the time, Richard Allen. G'day, Richard. Good day. How are you? <laughs> it's great to, great to hear you. Oh, fantastic. All the way there from London, where I know it's t- 10 o'clock in the morning. So thank you for, for getting up and having a chat with us. We have sunshine in London, believe it or not. It's going to be something. I know. What's going on with that? Yeah, something like it's very rude because it's cold meant to be today. <laughs> I can tell that you and I are the same age, Richard, because we've started the conversation by talking about the weather. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't even mind. That's how old I am. (laughs) Hey, Richard, did you know when you were shooting that scene in Bed of a Devil, you know that it would cause such a collective gasp? Um, Really? I mean, to be honest, we had no idea. It was um, quite different to anything that Kylie had done before. And uh, Mm. we just... She just, I mean, to be honest, what was interesting is she was the one that dictated the way it was going to go. Um, so it was it was kind of interesting. So we thought, okay, we're going to do this. Let's try it. And because it was shot in Melbourne at the time, I think we were on tour. So we shot the video in the tour and then it was released. So when I came back to London, I was not prepared for the furore that was <laughs> awaiting me. <laughs> I mean, even I down to it. the point, my, ne- my neighbour who hardly ever spoke to me, ran outside with the front of a newspaper <laughs> and said, is that you? Wow. I mean, it was amazing because I was, I was suddenly, I was not prepared everywhere. I went, you know, suddenly, like, oh, you. So it was, uh, the frenzy was not, you know, it was uh, something amazing. But it was, Are you telling me it made front page news over there, really? It was on the, it, it was, I can't remember if it was on the front, it definitely That's was, crazy. it was a double, it was definitely, I can't remember if it was front page, but it was definitely, a full page spread. I remember the scandal. I mean, it was crazy. Tell me this. Can you shed any light on this? There's been this legendary little piece of juicy gossip going around the Kylie fan community forever, ever since it was released. But she deliberately chose to shoot it in Melbourne so that she was far away from the control and influence of the PWL machine so that she could, as you've already just confirmed, take a bit of control. Is it true that there were frantic phone calls going between London and Melbourne to say, what is this lady doing? How can she be wearing hot pants and and, and this is not wholesome? Any any light on that for well, us? Well, I, I would say, I mean, there's probably an element of truth in there because she wanted to, you know, they had the image of her very much as in the early days and, you know, very wholesome and nice and everything. And she wanted to do something else and it was her decision and she was in control. So, you know, I think there probably was an element of that at the time because they don't, you know, people don't like change or they're unsure. They just think, oh, let's just leave it as it is. So I think there probably was an element of truth that she was deciding because at the end of the day, she was the one that decided exactly where it went. No one said, you know, influenced her. She said, right, okay, I'm doing this. And she has done over you know, as over the years. So, but this was an important one because she hadn't taken control before, but she'd been agitating for it. You could sort of tell around the delinquents, even the theme of what she decided to uh, choose for her first film script, for example. So she'd sort of been agitating and definitely Michael Hutchins was on the on the scene. Was it interesting for you as someone who'd worked with her since for Locomotion, 
to actually see her on the set of Bed of a Devil, you know, A, looking that way, because I'm sure even you hadn't seen her look that way before, and B, actually exercising some control. Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, at the time, I mean, we were very much around at the time of Michael, and um, he was a very interesting character because he was the image that I had of him as a kind of this icon was very different to speak to him one to one. He was a very, very deep character, very um, interesting person. A very, he was very interesting. Many, he was he was like a very curious person in many, many different things and areas and. You know, so he's he was a very mm. stimulating person to be around. So perhaps I mean I'm not saying that he influenced her, but he probably helped to say to her, do what you you know, go where you where you wish, go take it where you want to go. Because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about, isn't it? Really, to do something you believe in. So, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I think it could well have been. I mean, for me personally, I think I, I was very happy to see her be happy. You know, rather than trying to maintain something, you know, that was it. She was very enthused when she was doing it and she was very happy to be doing something. She was creatively fulfilled. Yes, yeah. yes. So I think it was, it was yeah. great because it was very positive. Hey, you didn't have a bad job either, did you? I mean, you got to, to really snuggle up to a what looked like a naked Kylie. I'm sure she wasn't. But, I mean, gee, you had a pretty decent job that day. It wasn't the worst job in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it was, did you did you have to sort of force mistakes so that you had to retake it over I, and over I again? I might, oh, sorry, I, I want to do it again. I may have done it <laughs> once or twice. Um, no, it was uh, no. I, I, I mean, I, I, I draw Kylie anyway. I mean, it's just she's just a very lovable person. And what I found amazing sometimes, even though I was standing back, was to see how she could charm people because she was. I mean, it wasn't it was never fake. It was just she could just charm people. And any time she was dealing with people and stuff that, I mean, sometimes we used to put her through different experiences. For example, um, you know, for example, we were on tour and we disappeared for a few days because we went, we were in Thailand and we had, I think it was like three or four days off and it was pre-mobile phone days. So they, and we didn't turn up at the apartment and they started panicking thinking what's happened to our dancers. And she always kept very calm because you know, suddenly in the middle of a tour and your dancers have disappeared. So they were always, she was always very, um, I think we put her through a few paces at times when a few scares. Well, you were all on it. You were all on an adventure, weren't you? I mean, that's the truth of it. I mean, it you can take away the fame and you can take away the product and the hit after hit. At the end of the day, this was a group, of, Kylie included, of, this was your first I would imagine for all you young guys, uh, this was your first taste of the world. Everything was new. Everything tasted fresh. Yeah, it was amazing. I mean, to be honest, I, for me, I, it didn't feel like work. It felt we were just having a good time and just going from one good time to another. So it was, you know, we had such amazing experiences and met so many different people and that different, oh, wow, this is amazing. This is new. This is new. And, um, it didn't feel like it didn't feel like a job. It felt like we were just on, like you said, an adventure. We were on this adventure. So, and even when we um, on the odd time when we had dancers that had to come in, everybody loved the vibe. They loved it. They really loved the vibe, and they wanted to do more. So, for example, if someone was unavailable for certain things that we did, uh, we'd bring in someone else, and they just. I mean, I mean, even even to the other. Actually, probably yes. This week, I've had contact from ex-dancers who dropped you know the sort of ones that did the odd one and two saying oh that was such a fantastic time we had such a great time so it was it was 
I can't, you know, it was amazing. It was just something that I just loved. Yeah, oh, I can't imagine, especially for a young man, like to 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 be getting all these experiences like straight off the bat in life, which are all going to make you so much wiser as as you progress. Tell me this: like you were obviously, I've, I keep hearing from many different quarters that you guys were quite a close group of dancers, and you've just described that yourself. Anyone who came into this bubble was like, "Wow, this is a this is a happy sort of very positive energy vibe." Were there any romantic feelings for Kylie? Did any one of you guys develop a crush on her? Um, I was aware. I mean, personally, from my point of view, I was. I kind of always saw her my, as my little sister, so I, I never had that kind of um, connection. For me, she was, and she said that as well because even the first time we met Michael, she spoke. She remembered actually when we bumped into the other day how um, she. Michael said he felt actually quite intimidated. Like she, he'd gone to meet her family, and he, we were giving him the once over, saying, "You better be nice to my sister." Oh. You know, so it was it was more that sort of vibe. That's lovely. That's lovely. <laughs> Did she need protection? She because I've, I keep hearing about this, like that that you guys and and not just you guys, quite a few professionals have worked closely with Kylie have said mainly because of her stature and her size that they felt quite protective of her but is she the type of woman or was she the type of um, young lady that needed protection at the time for me I, I don't think she is she's a very strong character she knows her own mind she's a very kind person she's a very aware person I mean even things I, I actually thought of it the other day when I came across um, she's she was aware of things before they became mainstream for example the whole thing about um, drinking like what kind of water you're drinking I remember she was always um you know we would just drink whatever was around you know we'd just get the tap and whatever and she'd always like make sure her water was good she ate very healthy I mean she used to buy us lunch in she always supported the local stores before it became was sort of trendy to say support local businesses she you know she'd get the local sandwich shops and they'd make us lunch and something healthy and you know so she was always kind of aware maybe very early Perhaps, you know, so I think that she probably didn't need protection because she's a, she's a very aware person, probably more Very intuitive, isn't she? Yeah, very intuitive. And I think that's something. So, yeah, from a stature point of view, you felt a little bit protected, but never from a point of view of, of, you know, influence and the decisions. It was sometimes, I mean, just when we, I mean, physically, sometimes if we were there and some of the fans, you know, the security wasn't around and she was like, you would be protective because you wouldn't want people to mob her because they would be so kind of, you know, obsessed, not because they wanted mm. to do anything negative, but they just kind of can't believe that they met fans their idol. Fans. Yeah, so some some of them, you know, at the time, especially if you went somewhere that was, they thought they might never see her again, you know. So it was a few times, you know, you think, oh, just, you know, a little bit of space, please, you know, can be. <laughs> so, um, but she never she never needed protection from 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 any other point of view from that, I mean, apart from the, the odd obsessive fan who perhaps got a little bit excited when they saw her. One of the things that attracted her fans in the early days, I believe, because I, I often analyse, what was it about Kylie, even even before she became a singer? that I was just, like, she was like a magnet, right, in, in, in the Henderson kids and mm-hmm. Zoo family and, and then, of course, Neighbours. She was like a magnet, and why? Like I'm fascinated with my own self. Why was I attracted? And I think a lot of fans come to the same conclusion, that she wants to be and tries so hard to be the best person she can be, but at the same time, in the core, she's she got a steely determination about her. She is steely. I mean, she is steely. She's not, um, 
she's, I mean, from the point of view, even down to meeting her mother and father and stuff, I mean, they, and her brother, we, we met her family quite a lot at the beginning, especially, and, you know, they're a, they, they are a very, a very kind of a loving family, because she's very down to earth, I mean, things that we did, especially, she, you know, she was very down to earth, and especially at the beginning, we were, there wasn't the kind of machinery of the of the management that perhaps came later in terms of layers of managers and assistants and whatever, because sometimes she would be the one to say, oh, what time are you doing? I'll see you tomorrow at 10 o'clock in the foyer or night, you know, she you just passed the word on herself. You know, she was, she knows her own mind, definitely in a person that knows her own yeah. mind. And I was lucky, I mean, yeah, for me personally, I, sorry. No, you go, please. No, I said, I mean, I was lucky enough to do a few of the videos as well. Like you said, Better the Devil, and I think, what did I, I did, I think I did, wouldn't change a thing. Give me just a little more time. Yeah, I think it was, yeah, I didn't do the Never Two. I think it was shot in America. I think that one was in New York or something. You did some great work with her, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Those videos that you just listed off there as if they were nothing. I mean, that's some of Kylie's most iconic work right there. And you got to be part of it. Yeah. I mean, it was, when I, when I look back and even, and even speaking to people and they were like, wow, you know, even... Even, I mean, even to the last week, someone asked me, oh, you're, you're one of the Kylie dancers. And I'm thinking, well, it was a little while ago. But it was, yes, I want to say, yeah. But, um, <laughs> you know, but, yeah. You're still recognised. Well, yeah. I mean, even I remember going into, getting recognised, going into, I think I was working for a trade show in Birmingham in, in England and going into a little off-licence and, you know, in kind of the back of nowhere, at the end of nowhere. And... I can't remember, it was, it was the only shop that was open at the time to get something, I kind of get some drinks or something. And um, it was a guy who recognised me from there. It was, it was really bizarre. And I was thinking, wow, you know, he must be... Wow. It, it makes you think about how far spread. And I thought, wow, you know, this this has gone far. This has reached, you know, very... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, I think it's a testament to just how... Um, iconic some of that work is and how much how much Kylie infiltrated British culture as well I've got to say hey look I'm not going to let you off the hook by the way we, we passed over a question before I said did anyone <laughs> develop any romantic feelings for her your friend and and main choreographer Venol okay. there are a lot of rumors that he and Kylie dated um not no I never saw anything I mean as far as I know I think the rumors were because the, a lot of the time I think when you look at some of the shows and stuff, I mean, Venal, I don't know, I suppose, you, in the, going back to what you said about the better the devil, you know, did you make mistakes? I mean, he partnered himself with Kylie quite a lot. When we, you know, when we had several girl, male and female dancers, so he partnered her quite often. Um, but there was never anything from that I saw or was aware of myself. I mean, I, you know, I'd heard things. It was just a chemistry. Just yeah, it was a, chemistry. a chemistry. Let's think of always find the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I think she was, I mean, she was like a little, she was like, when I say little sister, I don't mean it in a patronising way, but I mean as in no. my sister and you, someone yeah. you cared about, you know, even things when I've heard when she went through difficult times and things, I, you know, I felt that as if that was part of my family, you know, because, you know, it's part of, uh, you know, you I felt it very personally when I've heard when she's gone through difficult times, you know, because it was like, oh, good. you just feel that because when you meet somebody and you make a connection, you do, it doesn't kind of go away. So, and even um, we did, 
before Christmas, we did that television, the secret, the secret Kylie, and you know, to see her, we just it was it was like everyone, all of us wanted to speak at the same time. You know, you know, it was it was amazing because it was that's lovely. Yeah, it was everyone was like, oh, do you remember this? Oh, you know, all the things started to come back and the stories and you know, I, I remember even the first time I went to Australia and one of the guys, Paul, he took, I remember, he took, uh, you know, Paul took a someone like Factor Four suntan lotion when you're out and going to beach and listen. And I remember them telling them, <laughs> you might as well wear, fr- you know, you might as well put cooking oil. Like, you know, it was that kind of stuff. It just, and I remember even me with dark skin and they were saying, you better put some sunblock on, you know, because your skin's not used to this kind of extreme. And, you know, they were always very caring. It wasn't something, you know, they come on and you, it, it was just, it was very much like if you were part of a family. So for me, uh, I didn't ever see anything. I'm not saying it. I, I, I think probably people perceive that because of how close we were. Actually, can I say, Richard, you, you mentioned the uh, Kylie Secret special um, that was fairly recent. I'm outraged. Can I tell you why I'm outraged, Richard? Well, you were not consulted. <laughs> well, that too. No, because it, it keeps coming up over and over as a theme from, from people I talk to, and then Kylie herself, that some of those early dance routines were rather basic, and there's sort of a little bit of a giggle. But for fans like me, those routines, especially from the Rhythm of Love era, mm, they were perfection, <laughs> and now people seem to be mocking them. What's your take on those old routines? I mean, I'm thinking shocked specifically when you took that to the world music awards and we, top of the pops you took shocked routine all over the place they're not easy routines richard are they no i mean people don't realize when you compare it to now it was a very much a different era we had shocked if i remember we were actually in um monte carlo and the tape yeah, arrived with prince yeah yeah exactly i mean we were around these people it was it was unbelievable but um we wish the tape arrived and they weren't sure because it was between that was one of two things we were going to do. And they decided to do that. And nothing was choreographed yet. And it was choreographed in a hotel room with no mirrors, just pushing the sofa back. And we were going to record it live, one take, in a matter of, I think, four or five hours before. We, oh, you know, wow. So when you, when you look at it in that context and now, we didn't have video recorders to see what it was going to look like. We had to trust kind of what you felt. And I think if, you know, it wasn't, it was like now dancers, I mean, with the greatest respect, the technology's helped because you can record things, you can analyze it and you can adjust and you can, we didn't have that. It was kind of done in a very raw way, you know, without mirrors, without, you know, we had to feel that we, I think I'm in time. I'm, I'm kind of looking at the, we're moving our arms and legs at the same time. But it was, I think later on, like the videos became more sophisticated, you know, they had big rehearsals and, you know, they had people, probably a team of people watching from different angles. So they were much slicker, you know. In, in, so, yeah, I, I've seen it. and I, I, But I still love what I did. And I wouldn't, I mean, we were, we would take on stadiums with four dancers. I mean, that would be, now it would be just unheard of. You'd have probably 15, exactly. 20 people. So if you put... And you can say what you want, but people listening, uh, and I know the fans will be a like the fever even... The- the fever era was the best. No, there was something raw and unadulterated. And I tell you what, Richard, in amongst watching those dance routines from the early days, particularly Rhythm of Love, gee whiz, you can dance, can't you? Far out. Can you still dance like that? I'm not sure. 
if I I could try, I could try. I'm not sure. I might I might need a little rest afterwards. But um, yeah, it was no. We had we had. I mean, just to dance, and we met so many special people. And it was you know what was amazing was she'd always take time out. You know, to not not in a not in a way to try and seek publicity, but she'd always take time out if she could to meet people that were. You know, sometimes there were people that were, you know, had special needs or had, you know, in disabilities and all that kind of business. She she wouldn't try to to say, look at, you know, get the press to take pictures. It would be in private, and you know, people that she, mm. if she, if people, if somehow they managed to get connection or whatever, and she'd always take the time to meet those people. She was, and she would, you know, be so lovely to them. They would, but it wouldn't be something that you would probably hear about or see. Because she would always do that in private. She is a special person. I mean, special person. If she, but she would be a special person even if she wasn't, you know, even if she wasn't the who, musically. You met somebody, and sometimes you meet people like that. They're just special people. So, listening to you talk about Kylie, you you admire her so much. Actually, sounds like you you um take little leaflets from from her which i can respect because i do too the way that she treats people the way that she conducts herself the way that she always puts the brave face on um acts with as much class as possible which i think comes quite naturally to her it sounds like you have the same admiration as many of her fans yeah i do i mean i think i've i've, I've met people who who inspire me and i remember meeting i mean sorry digress in a second but i mean i i met somebody who had two disabled daughters and they were the first one to come out and encourage someone else so even though we're going through a difficult their life was had its challenges and she's very much like that mm. even though she's had her challenges over the time and i remember even times of even like you said some people some i, got, I don't want to mention names but some of the stars at the time who didn't really get Kylie until they saw her. You know, we did, um, I remember one of the, for me personally, one of the most iconic thing was the tribute to John Lennon. And we did that at, yes. you know, and, and I remember we were on the stage and it was. She's saying help. Yeah. And there was all these superstars around. And you know what? So many of them were drawn towards Kylie. You know, they came out and they were, came wow. up to her afterwards and said, wow. You know, especially some of the American ones who didn't really know as well. And they came out. Wow, you know, you're really good. You know, so it was, it was, uh, it was very. It made you feel very proud, you know, because it was. She just did. I mean, sometimes people would come in and say, "Oh, you know, I don't, you know, what's? Let's see what this. Let's see what all this fuss is about." And and they would come away and they would see what all the fuss is about. So it always strikes me, Richard, how many of the 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 most respected artists in the world, uh, like Bono, Paul McCartney. You know, even Michael Hutchins, Nick Cave, I suppose, to an extent. But, I mean, they all, they all seem to love her and admire her, all of them. Because I think she's very genuine. I think because of her being genuine, especially when you're in the world where not everyone is, mm. I think she just is a very honest and genuine person and and fun, not not dull, kind of, you know, she's got a naughty side. She's got a, you know, she would tell a few bad jokes like everybody else, you know. She would be, she's just a fun person to be around, a, a, you know, a person that's aware, a person that's spiritual, a person that's positive. And I think for me, I, I, you know, that's the kind of person that I like to be around as well, if I can be around positivity. And yeah. You you mentioned, Richard, how close you were as a, as a dance troupe in those early days. 
you must have been quite shocked when you learned of the passing of Mitch Bartlett. Um, yeah, that was a that was that must have been devastating. Yeah, that was very very sad. He was a character. I mean, he Mitch was a very per, he was a very it took a little while to get to know him because yeah. I and I I didn't realize how connected he was when we went up when we were there. How connected he was. Um, you know, he was very, but he was very humble, and he was you know. He, he, great talent. Great talent. Very bright. Very. Like very creative, you know. He, he took a. He's not a person that opens up easily. He was never a person that would, you know, you come out and you get to know him in a few minutes. But he would, uh, you get to know him, and he just was a. It was very, very sad, very, very sad, and you kind of have no idea what anyone's going through and what, you know. I had I had no idea that he was, you know, he was going through such a difficult time. So well, he's certainly immortalised now. He was obviously um, famous for so many parts of Kylie's early career, including he slow danced with her in the Je ne sais pas pourquoi video, but very talented, as you say, Richard, and he's certainly immortalised. I think it was Kylie who, who said at the time that, yeah, you know, we will, he'll be high-kicking in heaven, or words to that effect. <laughs> yes. so, very, very talented guy, yeah. Mm. What does it mean to you, Richard, to have those memories, right? I'm, I'm interested for you as a man. I, I can't imagine been you know at this stage of life and been able to look back at my early um adult years and have had a one in a million experience at such a young age i mean what what do those years mean to you i think they've made me part of the person who i am i think that i'm i think i, I think of myself as being very privileged very lucky very fortunate um and i think i've great memories which i wouldn't i can't put a price on them I forgot that. I, I, you know, I, I, I kind of sometimes been described as someone not my head in the clouds. What's the word? I forgot the description of, you know, perhaps I see life through rose-tinted glasses. That's what people have yeah, sometimes yeah. said to me. You're a positive person. What's yeah. wrong with that? I wish we all were. <laughs> but sometimes people say, "Oh, you see life," and I'm thinking, "Well, you know, I try and focus on the positive and try and work towards the positive." And we all have to deal with negative things as well. I mean, it's part of life, isn't it? And you know, we have to yeah. have the upsets and the heartbreaks and everything like that. And you just kind of, sometimes you just have to dust yourself up, get up and just try and see the positive things. And I think that that's helped me, that era, particularly having so much positivity around. Richard, I couldn't let you go unless I asked. Well, tell, tell us about some of the, the cheeky moments or the scandalous moments, if you will, when you were working with Kylie. You must have seen on the set of video clips, for example, or behind the scenes on those tours because you were on the Enjoy Yourself tour, Let's Get To It, Rhythm of Love, uh, and the On The Go tour in Japan that sort of preceded Enjoy Yourself. You were there for a long time. Well, she's surprised. I mean, I tell you, I probably would tell you a story that – Came to one that stuck in my mind was um, when we were in Japan, and I think Michael Hutchins and some of the guys from U2 were there. I think the Edge and um, I've forgotten his another name. Um, is it Andy? I think it was. There was a couple of the guys from U2 there. Some of the guys from Inexcess, and it was Kylie. And I was walking around. I'm thinking, wow, I'm walking around with all these superstars. And we, no, we're not walking around. We went out to a club, and they'd let the drivers go. And it was like, so it's fine, we're coming, we'll get a taxi at night. And I remember we, in Japan, on a Saturday night, the cabs do not do local jobs. So we tried to get taxis for the life of us, tried to pay over the odds, whatever. 
they wouldn't take it. And it ended up us having to walk home. And I'm thinking, I'm walking, I'm walking. With, we didn't have communication in the sense of like mobile phones and stuff just to book a taxi or whatever. Yeah. So we ended up walking miles, not miles, it felt like miles at the end. But um, we ended up walking. I'm thinking I'm walking with, um, you know, millions and millions of dollars worth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, who can't, you know, if they could, if anyone had a clue who they were, they probably would take them for in a heartbeat, but they were just a group walking <laughs> along the street. I mean, Kylie was kind of surreal. Yeah. I mean, Kylie, I, you know, I, I was part of, I saw, I, I met her when she was very young. I mean, I remember my first image of her was in the studio and we were put together with, uh, we were put together, the original group of dancers put together by a choreographer called Carol Fletcher. And we met her in the pineapple and she stood there and I remember meeting her and she, I remember she had black shoes, rolled up white socks, little kind of skirt. And I remember thinking, oh, wow, you know, I'm not, to be honest, my first impression was, could she keep up? Because that was, she looked so kind of, <laughs> Uh, you know, so kind of, and, and she never, and 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 she did, you know. I thought to myself, oh, she, I'm not sure if she's going to be able to kind of hang in there because, oh, you know, we might have to make it a bit easier and water it down for her because she doesn't look. And and she could, she she worked as hard as the dancers. She went worked as hard, and you know, didn't, didn't want breasts. And you know, considering that she was singing as well, you know, she danced. Yeah, you know, yeah. she she couldn't do every step, but whenever she could do a dance break, she did a dance break. She pushed, you know. So I, I was very impressed. I was like, wow, look at this, <laughs> you know. So you were you were, you were up close and personal. What what was her greatest talent as a performer? Do you think? Um, because remembering at the time, everyone said she can't sing, she can't dance, she's not very talented. She's just got lucky, lucky, lucky. Um, I mean, she could sing. She could. She could sing. She she knows that she knows her ability. She's very aware of what she is and where she is, and she can sing. And really enough, actually, I heard her singing a little bit when we. She sang a little bit when we had the breaks for the Secret Night of Kylie, and I thought, wow, her voice has got even stronger. You know, she's improved even as time has gone on. And you know, she can oh, sing, yeah. she can dance. I mean, she can do choreography. She can she can take notes. She can do lifts, which a lot of dancers sometimes we're nervous of doing you know some of them are quite big you know lifts quite big back to do to do you know there's a lot of trust with doing partner work and lifts and she could do you know she would just she would trust in that person you know she would give her she would just go for it what do i need to do she'd ask you what do i need to do what do you want from me you know and she would say right you want me to do right okay you want me to do like this like that okay and we just and she would just go for it and you know, so I I think that's why I think she, she kept up with you boys too. Yeah, I'm telling you, I, I I watch those YouTube clips quite often, and and she kept up with you boys, and you guys are sensational dancers. You can yeah, that's why I think she won so them. many. That's why I think she won over so many, so much talent, people that were talented in their own right. She gave she got the respect of them because when they saw what she could do and see what you know what she does. I think that she won over. It wasn't because of oh wow you're you know you've got a X number of hits or whatever because they you know they're quite hard the way that they see things and the way that they're very critical and she won over some you know so many people that she won over and and even I've seen I remember actually when you talk about a bit of scandal I remember we were doing a uh, one of the the Japan tours 
and it was dead or alive and Sunita and Kylie was headlining. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's a funny combination. Yeah, it is a combination. <laughs> but we, we Kylie was headlining the tour and the others, the other two were squabbling about who was going to go in the middle. <laughs> you know, who's, oh, who was wow. going to go first and who was going to go second. So, um, it ended up with Dead or Alive going first and then Sunita going in the middle. And they was, you know, they were kind of <laughs> squabbling between each other. But at no time, Kylie was, you know, she never was involved. And they had no desire to try and get, especially, I mean, what's his oh, name? She'd have none of that nonsense, Richard. Yeah, she was just none, none of it. it. There were, you know, there was a few things. I mean, there were a few tricks that were played along. You know, they, they they kind of did a few things to each other. I'm trying to come, he's coming back to me. <laughs> But um, <laughs> but we were we were never involved with any of that. It was always kind of you know just be you know be courteous, be respectful, polite. And she would just and everyone around her was like that as well. It wasn't you know I've worked with different people. and They've always had like a bit of a sometimes difficult characters around that she never had any of that that I saw anyway. Richard, when you last danced and performed with Kylie, did you know that it was the last time? Um. No, I mean, I think one of the last ones, I can't remember specifically, we did it at the old GAY in London. I don't know if you're familiar with that place. Yeah, yeah. So we did a couple of gigs there, and I think that might have been one of the last ones we did. But I had no idea. I mean, it was – but I think it was because of that was when they were changing record companies and everything like that. I always wish people the best, you know. That's what you do. You just – I had no idea. But at the same time, you know, I had such a great time. I have no qualms at all. What are you up to these days, Richard? I, I know that you're highly regarded, but but tell us all, what are you up to? Well, I mean, myself now, my um, thing is I do I do a bit of salsa when I can. I do actually when I'm you know trying to get out a little, do a bit of salsa when I can. And my main thing now is I'm I, I do a martial art called Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, so I study that, Ooh. and um, that's my thing because again, it's quite a creative art. There's no striking, there's no kicking. It's like it's um, do you teach it? Uh, well, I do teach. I haven't taught. I've, I have taught before. I'm not teaching at the moment, but I'm just training myself when I can. Well, when the lockdown sort of stops. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I, that's my thing because again, I've met. A, I've found a group of people that are kind of very supportive and very. It's uh, and there's quite a lot actually in uh, Australia. Actually, I've got friends of mine who've got various gyms in different parts. I mean, I was doing. I've done various things as well. I mean, I've worked. I was working. Um, I've worked with people with special needs. I did some work with that. I did some work. With, I've, I've done various things, and that's probably something that again I quite I love quite I love working with, with people that kind of challenge you in different ways. And I think yeah, me, and it just makes you it makes you a, a, a it makes you a more wise person, doesn't it? To to try lots of different things in life. We only get one go at it, so you might as well try a few things. Let me let me ask you this though, Richard. Before we go, is it is it time for a reunion? Do you think? Come on, let's. Why, why don't we get this old gang back together? And particularly, as you can tell, I'm a bit obsessed with shocked. Do shocked again for us. The fans. <laughs> <love it. laughs> um, you have to speak. Um, well, yeah. I mean, I'll be up for that. I'll have to get. Get. I'll be. I'll, in fact, now, when, as soon as I get off this tape, I might have to get on the floor, start stretching again to warm up again. Try and get a little back into shape. But um, yeah, it'd be fantastic. It would be great to do. Uh, so, do you watch yourself on YouTube? Um, if I was you, I would. Not very often. <laughs> I, do, 
<laughs> some, I mean, I have, I have done sometimes it's weird because sometimes people send you clips of yourself and you didn't watch. Yeah. I, I wouldn't necessarily go and search for myself. Sorry about that. No, <laughs> no, not at all. But um, no, it's great. And sometimes, I mean, you even yourself, you've sent me some pictures. I mean, sometimes you get some people send me pictures and some of the fans have sent pictures to, and you think, oh, wow, I've not seen that before. When was that? And you suddenly start to think, you know, because there's so many great images. It was such a great time. I mean, that was it. I don't know. But I mean, I'm probably, I imagine the ones that came later probably still had a great time, but I know for sure we definitely did. So that, uh, yeah. Oh, there was something special and unique about those early days. There really, really was. And that's what drew all the fans in at the time, the ones who go back that far, that is. I know she, she picked up a whole new sweep of fans during the Fever era. I know that. But for us who can remember back, there was something so innocent and so lovely, and watching her grow with the support of people like yourself, it was obvious from for fans like us that you were a little team and you were picking each other up. It was really obvious. So it's interesting to talk to someone like yourself, Richard, and know that that was the experience you were having at the time, a, a beautiful sort of almost like a family, all on an adventure. Amazing stuff. Mm, it was it was fabulous. It was a great, amazing time, an amazing experience for me personally. And I imagine that when I speak to any of the other guys, they say the same thing. It was, and we kind of didn't realize how lucky we were at the time, probably, you know, because it was, just, <laughs> you know, didn't realize it's only with hindsight you think, wow, you know, wow, look at that's, and you know, when you see people's reaction to it, even now, all these years later, they just. It, it, then you realise, you're thinking, wow, I was part of something truly special. So, On behalf of all the fans, Richard, and I really, really mean this, thank you so much for the memories, honestly. The, some of the memories you helped create uh, define moments in life for very many people, I can tell you that. So thank you for all of your hard work and all your contribution to Kylie's career. Oh, thank you very much. And I think she's a very special group of fans that's, even when I saw, even when we went to the um, the secret night out, and you saw the fans and the energy and the the positivity that people were around, you know, even some would come in, you know, some of them, you know, they were, they would always be complimentary to each other. It was very positive. I mean, we were at the back, kind of trying to hide us so we weren't being seen until the time we were revealed. And um, you could see that, you know, the vibe would see people around, and it was. I think she's very lucky to have that. And that, well, she's lucky to have it partly because she's she's positive attracts positive so she's attracted it yeah. i can tell you though richard I, I i study fan groups of different artists and um yeah the kylie fans aren't quite as nutty as some of the other fan groups <laughs> yes. that we've got they're quite normal comparatively yeah. we're a bit obsessed that's true but that's by the nature of being a fan but yes we're certainly yeah compared to other artists we're we're nice people yeah we're normal <laughs> <laughs> Richard, it's been such a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you.